Hello, listeners. It's me again, your host, Clyde McDaniel, with our weekly podcast, In the Neighborhood. Yes, here we are again on another Thursday evening. This is Thursday, May the 2nd, and we are here on our 10th. We are celebrating our 10th episode of In the Neighborhood, your podcast, your weekly podcast. So I'm here to uh, discuss uh, this discover and reminisce over wonderful things that happened in our neighborhood growing up. I know that some of you have some of the same uh, stories or similar stories about your own neighborhood. And uh, from time to time, if I said before, we will have guests. Well, we are had planned on having guests this evening on our show. Well, we ran into some te- technical difficulties. So I hope you'll be lenient with us and kind of wait us out. We're going to get it all straightened out. I thought we had it straightened out from last week and I thought we would have a guest on this week with us but it didn't happen so we're going to have to keep working at it until we perfect it and get it right and uh, because we do want to bring you a quality uh, quality programming and we want it to be good we don't want it to be half baked so we want to make sure we're doing it right and so uh, just be patient with us if you will and I guarantee you we are going to have guests on our show but tonight I just thought I'd talk about some of the good old days downtown Akron. When I was a kid, back in the uh, late 50s, early 60s, all through the 60s, um, some of my buddies and I would go downtown. That was our big thing on Saturday. We would go downtown. And we would, several places we would go to. A couple of them were, we would go to the YMCA, the big building downtown. You're still down at downtown Akron. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. Downtown Akron. And that building is still there. I haven't been in it for years. So I don't know exactly what all they have going on there. I know we used to go down and go swimming there. We would go and play ping pong, uh, checkers and all. And, and like I said, swimming and everything. And and there were there were apartments. Uh, people lived uh, in a portion of the YMCA, uh, which they probably still do. It's a Young Men's Christian Association, I believe it stands for YMCA. So... That was one of the places we would go to. Right behind that building uh, was the M. O'Neill's department store. Now we would go to the, I especially myself, I would go to the uh, O'Neill's because they had all, it was a big department store. I mean, you're talking about, this is uh, probably before they had malls. Yeah, before they had malls. So, you know, the store had some of everything in it. It had appliances, it had clothes for men and women, they had shoes. They had a toy a floor just dedicated just to toys only. They had a Boy Scout uh, uh, shop there, Boy Scout and Girl Scout shop. You could go there and get your badges, your pocket, your Boy Scout, Boy Scout pocket knife. Well, that was one of the main things I wanted to get. I don't know why, but I just wanted, you know, I thought it was neat to have a, I think I still have one around here somewhere. The Boy Scout pocket knife. They got your scarves and your badges and all your, all the things that, you know, you would, you would uh, need for Boy Scouts. They had um, a floor. They had furniture. You know, they had uh, every kind of furniture you, you could you could furnish your home, your whole house uh, from M. O'Neill's department store. They had cosmetics and they had uh, office supply place. They had a doctor's 
uh, uh, optometrists. That's where you go get your glasses. Uh, they had all these places within the M. O'Neill's department store. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing something. But one of the things they had was on the sixth floor, they had these old uh, wooden escalators that only one person could fit on. They're real narrow. I think some of you probably remember those too. But on the sixth floor, they had pianos and organs. They had a piano and organ studio up there. They sold pianos, grand pianos and uh, spinets and, and studio models. And in, the, and in the back, they had a studio back where they had uh, organs. They had rooms where people would come and uh, take lessons. They were coming up to M. O'Neill's department store and take their organ lessons. Well, I wasn't taking lessons then. I was a young fellow, but I was playing uh, by ear. I was playing the organ uh, and piano and so forth by ear. And the old guys that were there, uh, I remember the names were Gabe Nardella and uh, Lou Siriano. And they would they ran that department and they would let me come up when there was nobody in those back rooms taking lessons, they would let me come up there and go in that room, in one of those rooms, one of those practice rooms, and I could play until my heart's content. They would just let me come up and play music. They would come and listen to me and say, yeah, that sounds good, that sounds good. And I'd go in there and I'd play and I'd practice and I'd try to play songs. And that was a, that was a real big thing for me back in the day because I didn't have an organ at home. And the only time I would get a chance to play would be on at church time, you know. And uh, so, of course, we went to church a lot in my day. Uh, but every situation didn't allow me to play um, when I got there. So I would practice down at the M. O'Neill's department store on the sixth floor where they had the organs and pianos. And I'd go in those rooms and i just play until my heart's content. I could just play uh, all the different songs that I could think of. And so it was a great experience for me back in that day on a Saturday. That's what I would do. Go down to the uh, downtown area in the M. O'Neill's. Another place we would go to, and this is this is going back a ways too, was Olson's Electronics. How many people remember Olson's Electronics? Boy, that was a candy store for me because I love electronics. You know, I was, I'm a, I was a techie guy, kind of guy. So, you know, we would go down there and uh, to Olson's and they'd have, they'd have radios and they'd have uh, police... Uh, they didn't have actually have police scanners back then. Let me tell you what they had. I remember very vividly. They had this little box. It was a little about the size, not even it's, it's, it's not even big as a, a a pack of cigarettes, but it was smaller than a pack of cigarettes, if you will. It was a, a beige-looking box. It had a, a a switch on the top of it. it. Had a little copper antenna with a red ball on the top of it. That was a police converter. And what you would do is you would turn it on. It, had a, it took a battery. I think it took a 9-volt battery. I'm not sure. But you would turn that converter on and put it behind an AM pocket radio. That's back then we had, you know, that's what we carried, pocket radios. We had little, uh, little transistor radios. You know, pocket-sized radios. So you would take that converter and you put it in back of your radio you might wrap a rubber band around it so we hold it real tight. And you turn that converter on and you tune in to a, a, a frequency that had no station, no no uh, uh, dominant station coming through on that frequency. It'd be like a, in between the frequency, you know what I mean? And and, and you would pick up the, the Akron Police Department. We could listen to, 
We that was our that was the closest thing we had to a scanner. That was one channel. We didn't we didn't have a scanner with, with you know with the butt with the little lights and going blip, 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 and going through and scanning all the frequencies, all these different frequencies. No, we had one frequency, and it was it was uh, we acquired it through that little box with the antenna on it, which was a converter. So it was a I think it was FM or UHF converter, but anyway, whatever it was, it worked with a transistor radio. And we were actually able to hear the police calls. And that was fantastic back in those days. That was something that was just unheard of. You know, you almost uh, couldn't believe that you were actually listening to the police. So that was one of the fun things we did. Olsen's Electronics. And, you know, they had all these kits that you could put together, shortwave radios and FM, uh, AM radios. And um, so it was just fun thing to do. We would go downtown. M. O'Neill's, Olsen's Electronics. We would go to the YMCA. Then we would also go down to Scott's 5 and 10. Now, some of you may not remember Scott's 5 and 10 because uh, it's no longer, the building is no longer there. The the M. O'Neill's building is still there. They've they've re- redone it. I mean, they've uh, they've taken off part of it and they've added some to it. So they've, they've, re- they've reshaped that building. So, But the basic building for M. O'Neill is still there. Olsen's building, gone. Uh, M- the YMCA, still there. Uh, Olsen's gone. Um, the Scott's 5 and 10 store, it's gone. It was directly across the street. Uh, on the side was M. O'Neill's company. Right in front of it was the Mayflower Hotel. The building is still there as well. But Scott's 5 and 10 was a big place that we would go down and it had all sorts of, it was like a variety store, okay? It, it had all kinds of uh, little knickknacks and things in there five and dime store if you will they had this long counter along the wall and it was uh, a cafeteria but not the cafeteria it was like a, a lunch a lunch counter and you could go down and get uh, get your cherry coke or get a hamburger or some fries and get a milkshake and this counter almost went the whole length of the store from the front door always all the way to the back it was a huge huge counter long counter and we would go to scott's five and ten and uh get the little you know toys or whatever we were you know we're getting i, I think you, you could if, if you were a person who sold you could get uh uh what they call notions you could get thread and needle and thimbles and uh material um and and you could get stationery there, there were all kinds of things you could buy at Scott's 5 and 10. And one of the things I remember, too, very vividly, I think this was in the latter years before they closed. Uh, up front, they had a little area where Timbo's Candy Store had a concession place. They had a place there where they sold their goods. They had the, they make the best chocolate. And I think I know them most of all for their candy apples, candied apples. They had those red candied apples and they would make, and they would make the, the it was such a sweet old, uh, it wasn't gummy. It was uh, more like candy, like a hard candy. And they would dip those apples in that candy and make those candy apples. And they'd also make strips of that red candy they made that would go on the apples. They made a strip about six inches long and about two inches wide and a quarter of an inch thick and you take that and you break that up like taffy almost but it was harder 
you break it up and you could just take that and suck on that candy was oh it was the most wonderful thing so i do remember all those good days um growing up in my neighborhood and so um i, I just wanted to share those things and and like i said from every week we'll try to have something new to share with you about growing up in our neighborhood now of course like i said i grew up on the west side of akron and there are some of you who grew up in the other parts of, of the town. North Hill, uh, East Akron, uh, South Akron, I'm sure. So uh, I want you to be able to get on the show and to come on and share some of your memories, your fond memories uh, of growing up in Akron, Ohio, in the neighborhood. That's where we are. That's what we're talking about. Things that went on in the neighborhood as we grew up. Because I think if we look back, those are some of the best memories we have, uh, even as adults now. You know, things are a lot different than they were because we had no responsibility. We were going to school and uh, we really didn't realize how good we had it, some of us, most of the time, uh, until we get a little older. Now we, we're where we are now, we're paying bills and we're doing all sorts of things that uh, we didn't have to do when we were growing up. So in the neighborhood is very, uh, very interesting subjects that we can we can cover. We can discuss, discover and reminisce about good old times in the neighborhood. So I'm going to sign off here in a couple minutes. But just before I do, I also want, always want to give you the information how you can be a part of our show. You can reach me uh, by phone at 330-785-785. 8576. That's 330-785-8576. Or by email, E-L-D-M-A-C-D at Yahoo. That's E-L-D-M-A-C-D at Yahoo.com. And uh, we'll, you contact me and we'll set you up so that you'll be able to uh, be a part of the show. I know I've said it before. We haven't got to work yet, but at least you'll have uh the uh, the proper uh, channels by which to be, to get on the show. And when we get all the bugs worked out, we're we going to have people on here right and left telling us all about the good things that happen in their neighborhoods. I can't wait. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about this podcast. Like I said, we started it about 10 weeks ago. This is our 10th episode. It has been well received so far and people are uh, listening to uh, our show and uh, hopefully that we'll con- be able to continue in the coming weeks and months and maybe in, even into the years. I, I look at some of the podcasts and I see that, they, uh, that they've been on for, for a long time because they've got episodes up into the, the 60s, 70s, 80s, even to the hundreds. People have their episodes that are gone that long. And we're, we're just a, we're a new kid on the block, actually. So we only have 10 episodes so far. But if you hang with us, we're going to hang with it and keep on doing it and continue to, to uh, be able to bring this show to you weekly. The In the Neighborhood podcast show. So until next week, I hope you have a great evening. The best of your evening. I hope you have a blessed weekend. Let's try to enjoy the good weather when we get it. It's been raining a lot, but I'm pretty sure, I feel confident, we're going to get some sun pretty soon. It's going to dry up some of this, this wet grass, and we'll be able to enjoy a good sunny uh, weather and sunny dry weather. <laughs> and uh, kind of leave all this gloom and doom behind. All right, so until next week, this is your host, 
for In the Neighborhood, Clyde McDaniel, once again. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.